Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It's time to chat. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast. So let's get to it. Pull up a chair and listen in. Okay, let's see. Gary and I are working on a project. Um, You have to do something, right? Sadly, the numbers are seriously spiking again with COVID-19. Um, vaccine is looking promising, so that is wonderful news. In the meantime, though, it seems we're back a little bit, to almost where we were at the beginning, as far as numbers spiking and needing to take serious precautions. So that's what Gary and I are doing, hence our project, which I will get to momentarily. I want to talk a little bit about Target and what's going on, kind of um, an interesting thing going on there with having to do with cosmetics. Uh, I'm going to talk about being nice and hypocrisy all rolled into a giant ball. Let's talk about Fox Nation. I'm going to talk about that a little bit, which is very odd for me. Okay, let's 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 start with the project that Gary and I are doing. You know how you sit around and you come up with these things f- to all of a sudden you talk about it and then you start doing it. Well, that's what we're doing. We're painting. We're painting as in the walls. <laughs> now, when we lived in Ohio and Dallas for a short time, and, but seriously, in Ohio, I had a, a, a gallery, and I now have abstract art paintings uh, in various states around the country. Not able to do that here. Uh, I, I mean, I could if I just w- really wanted to, but you have to have a real studio and in order to do that. And I, it's a time and place. Time and place is everything, and the time was right for all of that in Ohio. Um, we can't travel this time last year, though. We were in Regensburg, Germany, and it was fantastic. We loved every single second of it, every single moment of being in Germany. Um, we can't travel, so we're having to look at our travel photos uh, from the past. So I guess that's not a bad thing. But anyway, um, Gary and I... As the election approached, we needed to come up with a plan. So, depending on how the election went, that we would have something really positive to focus on, and we decided we would paint uh, the condo. Parts of it, I don't know how much we will do, but uh, the election turned out the way we wanted it to, or it will eventually when grown-ass men decide to grow up and act responsibly for the welfare of the country. But we decided to to press on and do our project because, again, we're back to also the pandemic and having to stay home. So um, we bought paint at Benjamin Moore and the, the store. Instead of going to Lowe's or Home Depot, we went to the actual paint store. And they were so really helpful. And the paint's great, by the way. So we're 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 pushing on. We're we we've been doing this since Tuesday, and this is Thursday, and we're making huge progress. <clears throat> Looks great. It's messy. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a lot of allergy. <clears throat> That's why I sound funny. Um, but um, 
it's 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 good it's a good project this is by the way the first time that Gary and I have really done our own painting like this and I can't tell you when because we have always had great painters wherever we have lived and we have had quite a few domiciles and uh, and here in Florida we have a, a painter who that's really his specialty that's what he really specializes in is painting but we don't really want to have him in and plus we really wanted a project for ourselves but this is the first time in years we've done any serious painting a little touch up here and there yeah but serious painting no uh, in I can't, I can't tell you when so uh, and there's a reason for that you want to pay people to do to do these these kinds of things because that is what they specialize in it's worth it it's completely worth it but anyway we're we're muddling through and it's and it's great but guess what today is today is national happy hour day now the the reason i know that is because a friend sent a text message to a group message to several people saying that it was national cocktail day well trying to look for that to find out how that all got started and everything uh, i realized it is actually uh national happy hour day did we know that we had one of those I'm not I'm not so sure the interesting thing about it we all think we're so slick and we know so much about happy hour and really how it started and it try to get people uh, into bars and restaurants early uh, give discounts on, on really to, to you know to put butts in seats as it were and bring in some cash during kind of a dead a dead time at a restaurant but that's not really the truth. Uh, when you drill down and you do research about happy hour, it goes way back, and it starts with the military in 1914. The U.S. Navy. Why is it always the Navy? The Navy is—they're the cool ones, right? I mean, you've got—you've got these different branches, and you have different specialties that they all have. And the Navy is just, to me, it's, it's kind of the you know the kind of the fun ones you see mr roberts i mean come on does it get any better than that uh but uh they're they are credited with really starting um, happy hour how it really got started was during the occupation uh, of veracruz harbor american sailors were on the uss arkansas and there were reporters there uh, to cover the stories, and they were sort of desperate to uh, to have stories uh, because they would run out of things to write about. Uh, so uh, there was a, a paper called the Washington Times, and uh, it kind of started on uh, in the May of 1914, where they began to have these happy hours aboard the ship. And they did. They did end that. By the way, they banned alcohol from naval vessels starting in 1899. Now that's not to say that alcohol is not, you know, um, covertly on the ships. But um, that's how it started. This, you know, kind of party drinking, socializing, um, talking about about their days and what they were doing. Uh, by the end of World War II, though. Happy hours were really a thing. The relaxing uh, 
that the, that the guys and, and girls did uh, throughout all of the the naval fleets. But what really, as always, the press the press can take credit for really putting Happy Hour front and center, because in 1959, of course, the Saturday Evening Post uh, they ran an article about Happy Hour. And this was for, you know, everybody outside the Navy. And it, it promoted, uh, it, it talked about the Navy and the, the men who chased missiles. And they described, the, you know, the hazards of, of how these people lived on these remote islands. And uh, it talked about Cape Canaveral. It was this whole story about, about happy hour, these naval happy hours. And well, of course, naturally, that kicked it into gear uh, and everybody began to to launch their own versions of happy hour. Now, Gary and I have uh, gone to a lot of happy hours through the years, mostly, honestly, to what's well, fun and, and you, you meet interesting people, for sure, if you are so inclined to meet interesting people. And we are always those that will strike up conversations and sometimes they work and sometimes they do not with people. But we've written about it a lot and, and I've done podcasts about it a lot. And but now that's that's no longer that's no longer happening. So today is National Happy Hour Day and you know that it started with the Navy promoted by the Saturday Evening Post and now it's a it's a real thing. Uh, even in these, uh, even in these times that we're living in right now, we're trying, Gary and I do our own versions. We do our at home versions. It's kind of like if you saw Blast from the Past, the movie with uh, the weird Christopher Walken and Brendan Fraser and fabulous Sissy Spacek, where they think their home has been bombed and they live underground for, you know, 30 years and, uh, they do everything. They make everything. They have everything there. That's kind of where we are now, except we do get to go out and buy our stuff. But if you haven't seen Blast from the Past, it's, it's, it's really kind of pretty cute when they decide to come up and, uh, and see what life is like when they emerge from being in the bomb shelter for all those years. I want to talk a little bit about what Target's doing. I am a big shopper of, I like Target, I talked about that the other day, but I am also a big shopper at Ulta Cosmetics and Sephora. Now, I was exclusively Sephora for a very long time. They carry the cosmetics and the perfumes and the things that I like. So, uh, but they, they opened an Ulta very close to us, and so I started going there, and the thing about both of them you get money back when you shop. You you shop enough, and I do. You get you get rewards. You get money back, and so I really like that. As opposed to just buying stuff online willy nilly. Um, the thing about Sephora, they have more. They have things that Ulta does not have. They have very very uh, uh, special things that I like. They can't get it, Ulta, but Ulta is partnering with Target. And the CEO uh, for Target talked about it and how it will work, how they will 
uh, set up a store within a store is really what it is. Um, where I will be very interested. This will all take place, by the way, in the start in 2021, and then they will just keep rolling it out um, indefinitely. I, I don't know how soon we'll get it at Targets by us. But I'll be interested to see if they if they have everything there that they do in the, in the brick and mortar Ulta, such as the hair salon, the, the people on, uh, on staff that are always there to help you if you need help with actual, they will actually apply makeup and stuff. Um, if you need it, if you need that, if, if you need that kind of help, I know they are going to integrate uh, personalized services to some extent and provide digital tools and uh, so we'll see we'll see how that plays out I know different uh, I think it was CBS that tried to have a, a person uh, in their store to help you with makeup I know Target has tried it before in their own makeup when you go um, about the only thing that I buy at, uh, at Target or Walmart are makeup cleaning cloths. <laughs> I buy Neutrogena makeup cleaning cloths that I use on my face. Uh, that's about it. Everything else comes from Sephora or, or Ulta. But uh, look for that. You can also order online Ulta and pick up at target locations. So what I think is interesting about these kinds of trends, it's like Kohl's where they partnered with Amazon. Uh, we have returned, Gary has returned quite a few things by just from uh, that we received through Amazon at Kohl's. And it's very easy. Uh, you just go in the store and, and they're, they're, they're being very smart, I think, in this age of so much online shopping to merge these services and these stores together because we want to be able to go into stores. We don't want to have to do everything online. So I'm very interested to see how Target will handle that. They've already incorporated uh, CVS into their uh, their stores. Now the the photo, the, the rendering that I saw uh, looks pretty interesting of the Ulta in-store store. Uh, clearly, it's they have the signage for Ulta. Um, so anyway, I thought that was uh, kind of interesting, and we'll see kind of where that goes. Now, we are we're in an interesting time right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up with with just a little bit of of politics. Mainly, it's about uh, media. Uh, that I want to talk about. Throughout these four years of Trump's administration, any time I have gone on, made a comment uh, on any of the media uh, news outlets, I am always immediately attacked by Trump supporters calling me, as I said the other day, every name in the book. And, and really, I have never... Uh, I've never been overly, I haven't been ugly really at all. I've just said my opinion about an issue. Never name called. I've never 
uh, overly much. I mean, I may say this is idiotic, uh, moronic, things like that. But but I have never, ever. I have I have voiced my opinions on my podcast, but I have never gone on to these sites and these legitimate news sites. I'm not talking about these netcase sites. Um, see, I just did it right there. But they are. They're, they're conspiracy theorist sites and things like that, and, and I don't believe in any of that. Um, I've never called people names, not once. Um, never. I, I, I have found a lot of it humorous, actually. Uh, it's so... You're so passionate about someone who would not give you the time of day. Some of the worst houses that we have passed during this campaign season have had Trump signs out. They're literally falling down. Um, it, it, it's like, uh, it, it's it's really very sad. But, but two things going on. One, now that Biden is president-elect, suddenly, suddenly, after we've been called snowflakes, cupcakes, uh, libtards, you know, everything under the sun, now we're told to be nice. Now, I think being nice is important, and I preach it on my podcast. Let's all be nice, shall we? But they haven't been, and yet now they're they're whining and calling for everybody to be nice, and they're throwing these hissy, childish fits that really is dangerous for the country. But I find it very hypocritical and and funny, very very funny. It's like they spent four years saying, "Get over it, you lost." Here's your president. Like all of this rhetoric, all of this redneck kind of rhetoric, and now. Mm-hmm. Who's the snowflake now, basically? But karma is really interesting because during all of this, Fox News has perpetuated. any. They've put out everything that this administration has said with very little fact to back it up. So now that Biden is the president-elect. Trump is saying he wants to launch not a cable station. He doesn't have the money to do that, but he can launch a, a digital platform, and that's supposedly what he wants to do so he can take down Fox because they ruined his, literally, I read this, because they ruined his election night party by calling it, in Arizona for Biden to bring down this network where his sycophants have done nothing but support him and perpetuate any kind of malarkey that he puts out there. But he want, he's going to destroy him. He said he's going to bring him down. He wants that he's uh, he is committed to doing that. Now the thing about going from having actual legitimate news networks cover your your stuff then having to do it yourself number one it's a lot of work and he would have to actually pay staff to do it for him we wouldn't be putting that bill any longer and so there is that there's the money factor even if he does it on the cheap with a digital platform you have to pay people or do it yourself. 
and I, I haven't seen a whole lot of work coming from any of, of that bunch. But also, it's not, as I said the other day about, about Parlor, being in there with people like you, that's not as much fun. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't beat people down with your, you know, your, I'm using air quotes, truth. So, it, it's not going to be as much fun, I don't think, because when Fox cut Sarah Palin loose and Glenn Beck, they said uh, that fizzled pretty quickly because they didn't have the wherewithal to keep that going. Now, the difference here uh, is that Fox Nation charges about six bucks, uh, I, I guess, a month for that crap, and that people pay for that <laughs> is... Uh, um, mm, it's astonishing. I can think of a better way to spend six bucks every month, like lottery tickets. This <laughs> is much better. Lose, lose, right? But uh, he can. That's what he will do. He will charge uh, and and siphon away from Fox. He has. They already have these people's contact information, so they can they can do it. But will they? I mean, that's all of. But it's not, he's no longer president, and he can't. You know. Tell them to stand down and stand back and stand forward, and you're fine people. And you know, on a national level, is it going to be as much fun as at that party? I don't know. He's going to run again, he says, in 2024. So he will come. He's never really stopped campaigning since he won. So that will just continue on. But the the good news about all of that is. Leaders from across the world are congratulating our president-elect. And regardless of, of what side you're on, as the new vaccine makes its way into our, into our world, as a new administration takes the pandemic seriously, look how the Obama administration clamped down on Ebola. We can look forward to adults being back, adults being in charge, people with experience. That's why the silliness of keeping Biden's administration from moving forward, it doesn't really matter because there's so much experience in those ranks that that's, gives us confidence uh, in adults running the country again. And for the for the goodness of the country, not red, not blue, but the United States united all of us because president historically has been for the entire country, not one side or the other. We'll see how it all plays out. But be nice. They want us to be nice. Well, they're the ones need to look in the mirror as Michael Jackson says. Look at the man slash woman in the mirror. How about that? Look in the mirror. And then and then come talk to me. Thanks for being here, Gary. And I appreciate it. Please visit us at NorthPalmBeachLife.com. YouTube channel by the same name. Stay with us.